Hello, everyone. Hi. How are you? Welcome to Zdeniek's English Podcast. My name is Zdeniek. I am from the Czech Republic. And I work as an English teacher. And this is my podcast. In fact, this is the 100th edition of the podcast. The podcast which I started more than a year and a half ago as a personal project in response to my favorite podcast of all times called Luke's English Podcast. That's right, Luke's English Podcast, which is listened to by thousands and thousands of people and which is so popular all around the world. Well, this podcast, the, the one you're listening to, is listened to by dozens and dozens of people. Doesn't sound so strong, I know. But, which is, I think, still great, don't get me wrong. I don't know exactly, to be honest, how many listeners listen to this podcast. Um, because the number of listens and downloads kind of differs episode from episode. And also because sometimes the statistics that, I, that are provided to me are sort of hard to read. So, what is this episode about? Well, this episode is, as I said, the 100th episode, but it doesn't tell you much, does it? This episode is supposed to be a reflection. It is a reflection of what the podcast has brought me, what it has meant for me, and how it has kind of shaped me as a learner of English, mainly as a speaker. And also, I might touch upon my future plan, and so on and so forth. This episode is also a celebration. It's an opportunity for me to take a moment of pride, to kind of blow my own trumpet a little bit. Obviously, it makes me cringe to do so, Ugh. as a, as a natu naturally humble person. But it is kind of inevitable. It has to be done. Obviously, this is the 100th episode. And when I set this up, I never thought I would get this far. It is a, a big surprise to be sitting here and recording the 100th episode of uh, my podcast. It is a truly remarkable achievement, especially for someone like me who so easily gets enthusiastic about things, but sometimes kind of struggles to follow up on his otherwise, of course, amazing, yet often half-baked ideas. Not always. I've made a different podcast, created several board games, planned to publish a book of role plays, and so on and so forth. But I've never actually managed to reach the end game, you know? Perhaps it's due to the fact that I'm an impatient man at heart. Perhaps it is because I get carried away sometimes and later sort of drift off or get distracted. You know, I've got uh, a lot of crazy ideas. I have got bats in my belfry and uh, bees in my bonnet. Uh, because I'm a nut, as nutty as a fruitcake. You know, I often lose my marbles. Um, but uh, the whole point of this is that 
often mm, cold water gets thrown over it, over my ideas. I get discouraged. Um, the enthusiasm is killed. Perhaps I do this myself. Perhaps it is a kind of self-inflicted phenomenon. I don't know. But either way, I should carry on reading from the script of this episode. Okay? Uh, the thing is, I don't know where I ended reading, so it's gonna take me some time before I find the threat again. Threat? Where is the threat? I'm looking, I'm looking for it, I'm searching, I'm googling, I'm uh, scanning. Where was I? Where was I? Uh, I've made a different podcast, I've read this one. Okay, I, I know where I am. I was just about to explain why I think this might be the case. Well, perhaps it is due to the fact that I'm an impatient man at heart. Or maybe it is because I lose confidence in myself. I start to doubt my own endeavors. Perhaps it's the combination of all. Having reached the 100th episode of this podcast, however, breaks this pattern of my behavior. It gives me faith in myself because it shows that I am capable. It fills me with courage and further enthusiasm to keep me going, to want to pick up where I left off. As a book writer, you need readers. As a DJ, you need party people. As a comedian, you need your own audience. As a football team, you need fans. As a filmmaker, you need viewers. It is not different with podcasting. Yeah, you need your people too. Uh, they are called listeners, by the way, and it's actually you. Uh, you are one of them. I presume you, you listen to this alone. Uh, you're not listening in a group of people, but you might, of course. So, you need your fans, you know. Uh, otherwise, uh, you're screwed. You need your audience, which will ensure that the effort you're making makes sense. If you don't have fans, if you don't have audience, um, it's not going to work. Your endeavor becomes pointless, you know. You lose motivation and eventually stop. Especially if what you're doing, you're doing for free. Primarily just to entertain yourself. And that is my case, I guess. I mean, there are probably three major reasons why I do this. Number one is because it is fun and cool. Number two, because I work on my English and I want to take my English to a higher level. Number three is the fact that I have interaction with my listeners, at least with some of you. Uh, you are the core of this. Those of you who leave me a comment from time to time or send me an email or just give me a thumbs up, you have no idea how much you guys make a difference to me. I cannot keep this doing without any sort of feedback. I can do it for free for now because I can still see some selfish benefits in it. It does, after all, improve my English, which is a major factor 
But without your feedback, I would soon get bored, lose interest, and in the end, stop doing this. I am delighted that I have you, my fans, my faithful companions, you who have been with me through everything. And I know I have not always been at my best. I have made some mistakes. I even got carried away and recorded some risque episodes in which I expressed my opinions and emotions very openly. Kind of borderline episodes, you know. Um, but you have remained loyal anyway. You kept listening, no matter what rubbish I said and how much I rambled. You deserve a massive, a massive, massive thanks for this. You, listeners, you are everything to me as, as the podcaster. This podcast is a symbiosis. You help me, I help you. I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher, English teacher with a master's degree in English teaching. So you may say that I'm someone who knows his onions. Um, most of the time, I know what I'm doing. If I make a mistake, which is not rare for a non-native English teacher, I feel ashamed and become self-conscious. It's because I care about my English. I hope you have been able to notice it. So this is a give and take kind of relationship. I give you my English for free. You help me out to keep this going by leaving comments, giving thumbs up and generally supporting me. I do the same when I am on Luke's English podcast. I leave Luke comments because I know how vital it is for him. Talking of Luke, he's someone I should not forget to mention. I am sending you a shout out. Although you are probably not listening to this, Luke, which I understand because you cannot justify listening to a podcast like this. And I, I know why. And it is absolutely fine. No native speaker would probably be able to justify listening to a podcast run by a non-native English teacher. Now, I'm not putting myself down here. And as you know, I have done that many times in the past. And it will still probably occasionally appear on this podcast as a recurring theme. But there is a general tendency to cut down on this self-conscious crappy stuff. I guess I learned to respect myself for doing this. To doing what? Well, to doing the next English podcast. My self-esteem has not rocketed, but it has stabilized at a reasonable level. Anyway, back to my original point. Luke, thank you. Thank you for everything you have done, the inspiration you have provided, and the way you have been nice to me. You are one of the few people I look up to these days. Without you, this podcast would never have been possible. Let's not forget about other lepers, listeners of Luke's English podcast, Guillaume, who created a fantastic website called talktolearn.ch and who publishes regular chatcasts there and other people's podcasts. My favorite one there is Learning With Myself, run by Jose from Chile. Guys, we are one big family. Let's keep this up for as long as we can. 
we help ourselves and we can encourage others by our enthusiasm. We can kind of infect them with um, our attitude. Sometimes we may question our effort. Uh, I do sometimes question my effort. But let's not stop. Let's just keep going. So this has been my stump speech, which I wrote for the occasion of celebrating uh, the 100th episode of the Next English Podcast. I think you could tell that it was prepared. Yeah, I read this from a script, which is probably better uh, for your learning, because I... Um, i tend to sound more net I tend to have um, better pronunciation when I can focus on just pure reading rather than uh, trying to come up with some reasonable thoughts. But for me, it's less challenging, you know, um, and more time consuming to actually write speeches like this. But I thought you would deserve this. So that's what I did. Uh, that's my gift for you. Um, because we have Christmas or something like that, right? So that's why I prepared this for you. Now, what I would like to do is a bit of self-reflection, a bit of reviewing. This time I'm not reading from a script, uh, albeit I have some notes written down to follow. For example, albeit it was prepared. It is inevitable that I'm not going to sound as fluent as I would sound if I just read this from a script, okay? Right, so guys, that's it. Now I'm going to speak off the cuff with the help of some notes here, all right? Just to provide you with a bit of context, um, I'm recording on the 25th of December, 2014, in my aunt and cousin's house in Hovorčovice, which is about one kilometer from Prague, as the crow flies and um, yeah basically I'm celebrating my Christmas here alright so this is the context and I'm sitting in a bathroom yeah because I had to find some some quiet place where nobody would you know listen to me and sort of distract me this is this was the best place uh, there are two bathrooms in this house and this is the one that is not used as often as the first one. So nobody should actually come here and um, distract me while recording this episode. Okay, I have three conditions to meet. I would like this to be funny. When I say funny, I mean funny, not fanny. Um, here it starts. This was the first attempt at a joke. Fanny, funny, how, how hilarious, yeah, uh, of course. And I would like this to be informative, uh, because at the end of this, you are going to hear the names of competitors, as well as their nationalities, as I promised in my previous two episodes. And I would like this to be original, which is, of course, hard, but I may make a lot of effort You know, I like coming up with new stuff. Um, for example, when I was coming down with a flu in episode 99 and I recorded uh, the episode of the podcast. Uh, no, I did. I said this on purpose. You know, there was a joke coming up, coming down. Didn't get it, did you? Well, it's a linguistic joke. 
It's not much of a joke, to be honest with you. It's just that it's funny how phrasal verbs can be used, come down, come up, you know? You know, it, 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 it looks like they might be used as uh, opposites, but it's not always the case. Right, so what am I gonna talk about? Let's get right into it, shall we? Yeah, so this is 100th episode. It's an accomplishment, isn't it? Yeah, it's a personal achievement. It's a huge personal achievement. I mean, how many people live up to 100 years? Do you know any 100-year-olds? Um, I don't, to be honest with you. This is a massive milestone for this podcast. So this is a bit of a celebration, really. It's a, it's a eulogy. I have actually got a podcast and I have recorded 100 episodes. I have got some faithful listeners who just keep listening to this no matter what I publish. They are locked in. They remain loyal to this podcast. As I said, despite the fact I'm Aries, impatient Aries who gets excited and his excitement often fades away. I mean, I've been to England. I also... um, graduated from a university where I managed to stay for five years and my longest relationship um, it lasted three years so obviously uh, it had to finish because uh, when push came to shove I was asked uh, the following question it's gonna be uh, me Zdeněk or your podcast choose wisely and of course uh, I went for the podcast um, so my girlfriend dumped me, and here I am, but uh, I kept my pride. <clears throat> okay, I kept the podcast alive for 100 episodes, for more than a year and a half long, and uh, there are no signs of quitting, right? Not yet. And this is remarkable, because um, I haven't done any campaign uh, or promotion uh, with the exception of Martin from yazikove.cz. Uh, hello, Martin. How are you? I hope you're listening to this. Uh, thank you very much for publishing the podcast on your website. I do appreciate it. Yeah. So I sometimes tell some of my friends or students, of course, but, uh, but there is not much of promotion or campaign, to be honest with you. Yet, over the last six months, the number of the listeners of the podcast has increased about threefold. I mean, there are stronger as well as weaker episodes, of course. Some episodes are lis- have been listened to by a lot of people, others not so much. But it's these uh, guests, these high-profile guests like Luke and Kevin and others who helped me a lot uh, because they shared my podcast on their website and it it may have attracted some of their listeners to actually start listening to my podcast as well so yeah that's probably the reason that uh, I've got more listeners than I used to okay so naturally if you want to help how about telling your friends you know the more, the merrier. Uh, the more listeners uh, I get on the podcast, the, the higher demands 
on me, potentially higher pressure, you know, to create more quality product because it's, it will become a commitment, you know, it will become uh, a commitment. I won't be willing to lose you as listeners, so I will have to work even harder to uh, invite nice guests on the podcast to prepare my episodes better, to be more and more original. And talking of my podcast, I am a proud man. In spite of the fact that I often do get self-critical, not only on the podcast, but in real life, I'm a nitpicker and this applies to me as well. I beat myself up over the mistakes I make, over the performances I have on the podcast. I've done this in the past. I think you recall, I think you have a recollection of some of the uh, past episodes in which I uh, interviewed the native speakers. You remember this very well, don't you? Yeah, but this is um, something to celebrate. 100th episode, come on! Isn't that awesome? What I'm also kind of proud of is the fact that I, I dare say that I helped to create a community. Or at least I, I contributed. Of course, naturally, Luke is the godfather. He is the one who created it all, you know? He's like the god of everything. I played my part, though. I influenced others, too. How? Well, well, I think it's because I was kind of the first one who tried to uh, do uh, a podcast of a non-native speaker, you know? I mean, Guillaume... Jose, Chris, might be others. The chatcast, this is great stuff. Just go to talktolearn.ch and see for yourself. It's amazing and it's great to be part of this community with a common goal. It's it's friendly environment, a bit selfish. We are like this a little bit. We want to improve our English. It's capitalism. Entrepreneurs, we are like entrepreneurs, you know. Um, we do this for our own good, but eventually others may benefit from that too. You know, it's like capitalism, people uh, have business in order to acquire fortune, but actually, as they do this, they can offer other, people's, other people new job opportunities and stuff, stuff like that. And I'm glad to be part of this. It can grow big, it can grow even bigger, I think, that's what she said. We just have to remain persistent, you know? We just have to shrug off the doubters, um, the fend off. We have to fend off all those who don't believe in what we are doing, who laugh at us, who take the mickey. And we will, we will prevail because we are the podcast community, aren't we? Yes. So let's talk about how this podcast shaped my personality. Um, I mean, has it possibly changed me as a person? I believe it has. It has made me stronger. Not physically. Not physically. I need to go to the gym to become physically stronger. Um, I mean, I can't, I can't really uh, grow my muscles just by holding the recording device or, or I don't know, editing the episodes or, uh, or just reading the comments from my listeners. I can't. No. I need to go to the gym to get physically stronger. Um, to work out, you know, but um, 
Actually, talking of gym, I started again going to the gym. I take it more seriously now. I mean, I quit football because I had some health issues. I have not been exactly in the pink, uh, in the shape, in the right shape. And now I take it seriously. I work out regularly. My whole body is is um, aching. And yeah, so this podcast is making me stronger in a different way, not physically. It's giving me confidence as a speaker. Because podcasting is hard. You need to keep your listeners' attention. You need to sound interesting to come up with interesting ideas or something funny. Uh, you have to work with your voice. Your voice must sound appealing, you know. And also, you have to be accurate with your language. Um, as a teacher, you know how to be accurate. But as a non-native teacher, you can't prevent uh, slipping, you know. You can't prevent that. It's just it's just something that will always happen. So, um, you kind of sell yourself on the podcast. Indirectly, you do. And, you know, people judge you. People judge you. They listen. They listen and they nitpick and they notice the mistakes you make. And some of them are on your side, of course. They understand you and they forgive you. They turn the other cheek. And I believe I have boosted my confidence, although there is still way to go. I've improved my attitude, my job. I take it really seriously. I'm a committed English teacher and my students can feel it. They can feel that I'm an enthusiast teacher. This is my strength. That's because I love my job. I love English language. There is no need to be perfect. All you have to do is to infect your students like a virus, you know, with positive attitude to learning. I managed to infect myself first. And that's, I think that was the first step to be able to pass this on the others, right? Because I, I started listening, reading, studying idioms on a massive scale. And I, I just want to keep going and... I want to help you to, you know, to, to share this with you, to infect you with this enthusiasm. Uh, I mean, this version of me is a sharp contrast with the version of me about three years ago. After, because after I graduated from a university, I had a, um, a really serious problems. It's personal stuff. It's really hard to talk about it. But I held on somehow. I, I kept going, despite the fact that it was really, really emotionally exhausting. I was suffering from a burnout. Uh, I was without ambitions and I, I was trying to... I was, I was even planning to talk about it in the, in the episode Ups and Downs Part 2. But this episode has never been recorded. Uh, it was too hard for me to talk about these things. And... I have to tell you something. The podcast, the podcast helped me to bounce back, actually. Since I started this podcast, it has been like coming back to life, like resurrection for me. Um, I struggled, of course, but I, I just, you know, I just kept going. Didn't look back and kept going. And in summer, actually, I experienced something we may call a turning point. It was when I went to London and 
a new enthusiasm was kind of poured into my veins. I had a vision of going back to England and working there as an English teacher. Now, I have been full of doubts. Uh, isn't this the case of biting more than I can chew? Can I become an English teacher in an English-speaking country full of native speakers? Are you crazy, Zdeniak? I may be, actually. Maybe I will have to do with some menial work at start. I realize I might go back to square one and start from the scratch. But I would like to be working towards an aim, you know, the aim would be to become an English teacher there. Um, that's a lot of pressure on me. Also financial pressure because you have to um, kind of make ends meet. You have to keep your head about water. Maybe hard at times. It's a lot of pressure. It's not easy. But the results, the, the fruit this might bring could be amazing, you know. Uh, I just have to be brave, you know, to keep a stiff upper lip. If, if things don't go right my way, I just have to catch the bull by its horns and just fight. I just have to fight tooth and nail, um, because I'm tough as a nail, and just, you know, just to keep going. Um, I have cold feet, to be honest, I'm a bit worried. But also I have itchy feet, so I just have to do this. If I don't do this now, I will always regret it. I'll, I just need to try at least, you know. I just need to try. So at the moment, I have this one-track mind. I'm only thinking about one thing. Going to London, doing everything I can to pursue my dream. I, it might be a wild goose chase, but perhaps not. Perhaps not. Perhaps I'll be able to work my way up, you know? So, um, it does not matter to me what it takes. It's no skin of my nose. I will just have to prove my words with my actions, of course, because I just speak about it only for now. But actions speak louder than words. I have to put my money where my mouth is and actually, in summer, at the end of summer, I plan to do this. I just need to go out there and see what happens, right? So this is my plan. You have all heard. It might sound as a crazy idea. It, it definitely is. And um, crazy ideas uh, are sometimes scarce as hands, teeth, very rare to find. So there you go. Um, that's my crazy idea. And just uh, cross me fingers that I can cut the mustard. That I will be able to handle this job. And I won't give up. I won't throw in the towel. Just, just be on my sound and bear with me, alright? I need to do this. Now or never. Maybe I will fail. Maybe I will. Because it's never easy, you know? But I have to try, because if I don't try, I won't be able to look myself in the mirror. I'm not 20 years old anymore. It's harder now, actually. But I'm not a coward. I don't want to be a coward. 
If this is my goal, this is my challenge I need to take on. And it might not go the right way, but I have to try. Um, so how has this podcast been helpful to me? Well, I learn vocabulary in my free time. I read books and I listen to a lot of TV. I listen to a lot of podcasts and watch TV series and also some grammar and but especially vocabulary, you know, like collocations, idioms um, and stuff. And actually this podcast helps me to revise what I learned from these books and and by other means. For example, I've got this book called Practical English Usage by Steve Collins. It's actually a series of three books. And I, I've read this book, but it wraps me up the wrong way that I don't remember uh, everything. It irritates me. I need repetition. I need drill. Strong will and perseverance. I just need to hang in there. And it's not always easy for me, you know. I need to use this vocabulary more and more times in an active way, not just once. I need to uh, kind of repeat it all over again in my head. And yeah, and I believe by doing this, I can not only enlarge or expand my own vocabulary, but in its effect, it's going to help you too, because it increases the amount of exposure you have to English language. It, it, help, it helps you develop your listening skills and you have the opportunity to pick up the language and use it actively yourselves. You know, when you make your own podcast or maybe you just repeat it, I don't know. But that's, that's how we do it and we should all enjoy this process. That's why I love Luke's English Podcast. That's why I adopted similar approach. I don't want to copy... I've done it in the past, I know I have, but I want to be myself, to have my own voice, and I believe I am now. It has taken me some time, but I have managed to get to this point when I can speak about the Nick's English podcast, which is an um, independent medium, right? Independent one. It's just my podcast, all right? Another thing is that I learned to convince people. I have got... I have um, acquired some set of diplomatic skills based on some psychological approach or just naturally being polite to people and using my language to my advantage. And I have uh, managed to catch a big fish like Kevin, you know. Isn't that great? I mean, it's it's awesome. And he was willing to, to feature my podcast and it, it was all great, wasn't it? I've also spoken to Benjamin from endwit.com, but unfortunately I kind of messed up because I was too busy I, and uh, I, um, he agreed to feature on my podcast, you know, Benjamin from endwit.com, but uh, I messed up, you know, I should have sent him a message and now I think he has forgotten about me, but maybe he will appear on the podcast in future. I don't know now. So to sum up my greatest achievements, um, I have recorded 100 episodes of the podcast. I have interviewed a lot of interesting people, some of their native speakers. I have met Luke Thompson, my idol 
from Luke's English Podcast. I even did an interview with him. And this all contributed to boosting my self-esteem, my confidence, to enlarge my vocabulary, and so on and so on. Admittedly, I have committed some blunders. I've made some mistakes. I've copied some of Luke's jokes, which I later regretted. But I always bounced back. I think it's not an understatement if I say that this podcast has managed to add a meaning to my life. I'm not a family man, to be honest with you. This is not my main aspiration to have a family, at least not for now. It's because I had complicated childhood, I think. The objective is clear. England, whatever it takes. It's a tough move for me. I mean, I will have to work hard now. I've been working hard the whole year. I've had more courses and English lessons than ever before. At the moment, I'm teaching at a hotel school and um, trying to earn some money to be able to go to England and just to provide for myself to make ends meet. And if, if things should go wrong, I need to have some B plan and C plan, you know, to bail myself out somehow if things go wrong. So for the second semester, I was offered uh, a course with foreign students, like always, which is great. And yeah, I think I've got about a half a year to get everything ready. Okay, more than half a year to get everything ready, to get myself ready to go to England. And perhaps, ideally, I don't, I don't uh, um, meddle with um, a female because better to have no girlfriend, uh, you know. Um, she might get pregnant or something. Uh, so I, I, I can't have a commitment before I go to England, of course. Um, with the exception of someone who might want to go to England with me, which would be great, of course, to have a company, to have a companion, like uh, Doctor Who or something. Yeah, um, I'm, I must stop playing football this year. I don't want to get injured again, and I need to pull myself together health-wise. Uh, I think working out helps, so I'm gonna spend a lot of time in the gym just to um, put myself in a good shape. And I must... Keep working on my English. Number one source, of course, is Luke's English Podcast. I must keep watching TV series as many as possible. Uh, at the moment, I'm watching All the Fools and Horses, which is about Cockneys, an old TV series, but very nice. Recommended to me by my friend Ethan. I think you should all check it out in case you haven't heard about it yet. And, of course, I have watched... Uh, Walking Dead with Pleasure, my favorite, uh, one of my favorite TV series ever. And I always listen to Walking Dead podcasts, about five of them. I've talked about this before. I think it's a great way to study, to watch uh, a TV series episode and then um, listen to the relevant uh, episode on the podcast. It's just great. Um, I'm also reading something. I've got myself a Kindle. I don't know if I've told you already, but I've got Kindle and I started reading a Song of Ice and Fire series. Not from the beginning, actually. I started with the book called A Feast for Crows and it's awesome. It's great because whenever I don't know a word, and which is 
very often the case with George R. R. Martin's books. You have no idea how it is hard sometimes to read this because it's kind of a medieval language. It's even it's even more difficult for me to read Martin's books than Shakespeare's books. I'm not kidding. It's much more difficult. And this Kindle is just a wonderful thing for a learner of English because whenever you don't know a word, you can just touch or you can just press the word and um, immediately a dictionary will pop up and the word will be defined and you, you can just go on without uh, getting interrupted by having to look it up in a dictionary which may, which may take up to one minute and just it, it gets boring, doesn't it? So Kindle is great. And right, so I um, intend to finish the Dra Dance with Dragon, which is the, the last book published uh, so far. And, of course, it's going to be amazing. Okay. So, guys, that's it from me. I know it has been a, a bit of a shambles, this episode. I, I might have done a bit better. I can, I can already feel it. But it doesn't matter. You will forgive me, won't you? I know you will. And you will understand me. It's much easier to record uh, interviews. And maybe I should have prepared this a little bit better. But never mind, it's done. What's done is done. This has been the 100th episode. I hope you didn't find it boring. It was necessary for me to talk about going to England on the next English podcast. Once, I read in a clever book that I have to speak about my goals out loud. I have to tell my friends. I have to keep kind of um, giving some encouragement because if you don't do this you will never believe you can pull this off yourself so I had to do this I had to tell you and now if I don't do it I will, I'll just have to quit quit doing the ex English podcast because you would never you would think I'm a coward you know it would be so ridiculous to be talking about this and then actually not do it right so um, I am putting pressure on me, you know, I'm doing this deliberately, on purpose. So I hope the episode 100 has lived up to your expectations. Now, here is what you've all been waiting for this entire episode. Here is the list of competitors for the competition I'm launching. Here they are. So, we have got eight competitors, which is perfect. I didn't expect so many. I, I wished for a lot, but I'm really happy so many people have signed up. So, here is the list. Number one, Ben from Algeria. Number two, Chris from Mexico. Number three, Daniela from Italy. Number four, Dennis from Bosnia and Herzegovina. Number five, Frederick from France. Number six, Guillaume from Switzerland. Number seven, Jose from Chile. And number eight, Alexander from Ukraine. So these are all the competitors. So what's going to happen now? Well, I'm going to arrange some suitable dates with you guys for Skype calls. So expect to be contacted soon. And then I will call you and ask you a lot of questions. And this will be the competition. Of course, this will all be recorded. So fingers crossed, I can't wait to announce the winner. This has been 
the 100th episode of the Linux English Podcast. You can expect some more episodes soon. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Bye.